get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by The Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. to the Brown and Crippen Celebrity Line. As you heard on the return, happy to go out to talk with our guy, Joey Vitale, Blues Analyst for 101 ESPN. If you missed the breaking news just a little bit ago, the game between the Knights and the Blues in Vegas has officially been postponed. The NHL says that a player for Vegas and an additional member of the coaching staff has entered the COVID-19 protocol. We do not know when that game will be made up yet. Probably makes the most sense to play it in early March. Now we go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Joey Vitale, how you doing today, my friend? Hey, BK, I'm doing good, man. A little bummed about the game here tonight. Uh, based off of the performance we saw from both teams the other night with some of the most exciting hockey I think we're going to see is between these two teams. So, yeah, a little bummed about the game here tonight, but again, this was this was territory we knew we were trending it was possible uh, heading into this season about the protocols and, and the way the league has handled the safety measures to make sure everyone is safe involved. So we kind of knew it was coming, uh, and we we put those gaps in the schedule. The league put the gaps in the schedule in March for this purpose. So it's unfortunate, a little bit of a bummer, but I'm glad that everyone's on top of it and we're all staying safe. Well, Joey, you and I are bummed, but imagine how those players feel out in Vegas, locked in a hotel room in Las Vegas, and nowhere to go. Dude, I'm telling you, like dangling a carrot. I mean, they've been in Vegas for four, been in Vegas for four days, and they haven't really been allowed to leave their hotel room except for the walks. And but now they're going to be shipping off uh, to Anaheim for a big back to back. So yeah, unfortunate for these players. Uh, now I, I'm not exactly sure. I should know this, but I don't. As far as how this will get made up, I'm assuming they're going to have to go back out to Vegas. I, I wouldn't think it would be a neutral site or a home site. Uh, probably a lot just depends on how the schedule shakes out. Uh, moving forward with how many games Vegas loses, if other teams lose games, the league will sort that out. But I would imagine the players are bummed. They have to make it one more trip back out to Vegas now come March for the makeup game. Joe, do you, sorry, BK, do you think they have to stay in Vegas tonight, or do you think they'll head to Anaheim and just get there early? Well, you know, my, my thought right now, Alex, about this is is simple. You know, with, with now a player testing positive, or at least in that uh, COVID protocol measure, you have to imagine that now the players are going to be even uh, the blues players I'm talking about. They're going to be really under the microscope now, as far as today, yesterday, and tomorrow, as far as the testing, uh, probably more, more, more than normal, I would imagine, or maybe it's the same, but they're going to be very, they're going to keep their eye on the same was blues because there was a game that was played. You know, the game was played with the assumption that there was a coach that was exposed and that's why the game was played. 
So now with this and with the latest report, it appears that maybe a player now has tested positive or has been exposed. So now it kind of opens up the floodgates as far as uh, both not only the Vegas team, but also St. Louis. So before they go to Anaheim, I would imagine that the league is, is very on top of how, how this whole thing is going to be unfolding as far as making sure all the St. Louis players are now um, healthy before moving on to Anaheim. Joey Vitale joining us here on 101 ESPN. Joey, this is all making me very depressed, so let's go ahead and get out of it. Let's talk about something positive. And the guy that has been just so incredibly impressive to me so far this year is Jordan Kyrou. He has exceeded any possible expectation that I think anybody could have had for him. What have you seen from Kyrou, and what do you think has led to this kind of a jump in his performance so far? You know, the biggest thing I've noticed with Jordan is that his hands are connected to his feet. You know, and, and you hear that term a lot with goaltending, where their head's connected to their feet, where it means their body's moving in sync with, with their thoughts or, or where their body wants to move. Jordan has, has this ability to skate extremely fast. He's very fluid. He's very, very silky. And he just looks, it was kind of like to me like Sergei Fedorov of the old days, like the way Sergei could just skate like the wind or Mike Madonna with his number nine jersey just flying in the wind, right? And those players were special not only because they were so fast, but because their hands were connected. And, and the best way I can explain this is you watch players in practice or you watch you, even, even young players at your, your local establishments here in St. Louis, they can do amazing things with the puck when they're stationary or when they kind of go like maybe 20% of their speed, right? They can do put the puck in the air. They can do the spinorama. Kids love scooping the puck up on their stick and doing like 360s and putting it on top shelf. They can do that at 20% of their, tip, their top speed. What makes Jordan, Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid, and not that I'm putting Jordan in that category, but he does stand out in, in this aspect. His ability to do things with the puck at a top speed is something that is very rare and it's very, very difficult to do. And that's what, what is so special about Sid and Connor. They, they do things with the puck that everybody can do. Anyone can do what Sid and, and Connor do. But the problem is they can't do it at top speed. And that's what I'm seeing with Jordan is Jordan is, is doing things with the puck. He's making moves with the puck with his feet moving equally as fast, if not faster. You look at his little shuffle. He has this little play where he does little, it's almost, it's hard to explain over the radio because here I am in my bedroom doing this move, but you guys can't see what I'm doing. Um, but he kind of does this little shimmy with his wrist with a quick little jerk, like back and forth where it's so quick and it kind of throws the defenseman kind of on their heels and almost tries almost like to the point of breaking some ankles, I would imagine. So he's got this little twitch in his wrist and his body will move to the right while his hands move to the left and, and, and vice versa. And here I am still in my bedroom doing this little, this little shimmy dance. <laughs> Joey, in front of my mirror. come on, man. Um, <laughs> Too many innuendos here to say that you're dance. currently doing it in the bedroom. Yeah, you're doing the dance yeah. in the bedroom in the mirror. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, so the, if you're uh, yeah, for, for any uh, Kirkwood people walking by my house right now, you probably see me up in the bedroom doing a little dance <laughs> on the phone. Um, but, but his body will go one way and his hands will go another way. And he's got that little quick little six-inch jerk back and forth where his hands get so twitchy, and it kind of makes these defensemen kind of stunned a little bit. And he's got this cool, cool ability to kind of slide it, kind of like Perron does, to his body and find a little lane between defensemen's feet. It's, it's spectacular, man. It's, it's pretty cool to see, um, see him with this opportunity, not only with the opportunity, but taking full advantage of the way he's doing it, using his natural abilities, it's been it's been great to see. All I've heard there is Jordan Kyrou is the next Sergei Fedorov, Joe. 
No, no, we're not going to go down the hole in those thing again with you, Alex. Don't, <laughs> don't try it. that. Don't, don't try to do that. Come don't try. On. To, hey, but hey, you know I know the hole in notes was bad, but Joe Vitale said, no, no, I never said that. I never said. You that. gotta find it out somehow, Joe. Let me ask you about another one that's been impressive, man. And we talked a lot about it on the broadcast, on the post game, and it's been Justin Falk. Is this more confidence in just his own role now with this team? Or is it confidence in the fact that the coaching staff believes in him more because they're putting him out there in a lot of big situations, penalty kill, you know, five on five late in hockey games. He's playing close to 20 minutes a night. The confidence is coming all around for this guy. Yeah, I think, I think it's there for him. And this was what the hopes was when they brought in Tory crew, you know, Doug Armstrong looked at this, this core and he said in this unit, this full six pack unit back there, and said, okay, we lose Petro, we get Krug. How, how does that affect everything, right, if we lose Petro? So you lose Petro, and now Falk gets a better opportunity. So it, you're getting Krug, you're losing Petro, but in, in losing Petro, you actually you got two defensemen. I said that back when, when Petro signed with Vegas. It's like you're not, you're not losing Petro but gaining Krug. You're, you're actually you're losing Petro, you're signing Krug, but you're also bringing up Justin Falk, who was there before he lost Petro, but he wasn't there. So now with this opportunity of playing top four minutes, you know, playing 20, 20 plus minutes a night, he, he can be that defenseman that he was in Carolina that, that Doug really saw and why he traded for him and signed him to an extension right away. I think every aspect of his game is there. He got points early. I think that got him confidence. That, that goal he scored coming out of the penalty box on home ice yeah. versus, I believe, the San Jose Sharks in that first game. I think I think really that got the ball rolling. Now he was good in Colorado. I'm not saying he it, he it took him a goal to get going. He was still good in Colorado. But I think that goal coming out of the penalty box, that snipe of a shot uh, through the defenseman's legs, right over the glove. I believe it was Devin Dubnik at the time. That to me, I think that got him a lot of confidence. And I think that it, it is just it's just a snowball effect. I mean, look at all the snow out here now in St. Louis. You see these kids <laughs> pack these balls on top of these hills and roll them, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It's a hard monster to stop. Confidence for a hockey player when they're feeling what Justin Falk is feeling, scoring goals, being physical, playing 20 minutes, getting in fights. You know, I guarantee you he got the hard hat or whatever kind of word St. Louis is giving out right now in the locker room. I mean, that it's a, it is a evil monster. It's an awesome monster that you just cannot stop. It takes a long time for that kind of confidence to wear out. So for Justin Falk, again, he's done everything he's capable of. He's done everything is advertised, which we, why we brought him here in St. Louis last year. And it's great to see that he is he's really coming into his own. The Blues are winning games with them. And I think there's a couple levels probably for some other defensemen back there when they join the Justin Falk train. It's, it's going to be one of the best defensive cores in the league. I truly believe that. Last question that I've got for our Blues analyst for 101 ESPN, Joey Vitale. Joey, how do the Blues get the most? How do they start to make it click for Robert Thomas and Mike Hoffman, in your opinion? You know, this is this may just take a little bit more time. You know, I, I know I know it sounds so cliche, but it, sometimes things just just need a little bit of time to click. You look Blues back in '19 when they brought in Pat Maroon and Ryan O'Reilly, uh, star players to lead David Prawns back, but they were just dreadful to start the year. Mike Yo loses his job. It was a terrible start. And you ask players, BK, about about that 2019 season, and they all say the same thing about how. how why they're when they found their game back in January, what went wrong in the first half. And they just say the same thing. It just takes time. It takes reps. It takes games. And the only way you're going to kind of get through these funks is just playing games, making mistakes, going through video, trying to figure each other out, 
Mike Hoffman still getting adjusted, not only on the ice, but in the locker room. He shows up every day in the locker room to give people perspective on this player. Yes, I know he's a veteran. Yes, I know he was one of the best unrestricted free agents. He's got some he's got some pedigree, of course, in the National Hockey League, but he's still on a fresh new team. He's still trying to to make good with the guys and get to know the guys and the relationships. And it's hard because of COVID, so they're not going out to dinners, they're not grabbing beers. The only time they're really seeing each other is on the plane and in the locker room. So he's trying to develop relationships. He's trying not to step on anyone's toes. He's trying to figure out the culture in the locker room. You know, who's the funny guy? Who's the smart guy? Who's the crossword USA puzzle guy who's stealing all the answers from the trainers? You know, everyone, everyone's got a role, and he's still, still trying to figure that out too. So you can imagine the adjustment it is for Mike Hoffman, and now he's got to go on the ice and then perform at a very top level. So it's going to take time for him. I've seen great flashes of Robert. To me, I, I know that a lot's been said about he needs another level. I think he does need another level. He understands that, but I still have seen great flashes from him. I've seen great speed from him. We've seen the creativity. We've seen the playmaking. We've seen him put pucks between defensemen's um, skates to set up some great goals. I mean, that play to David Perron, he's just a creative kid. And sometimes with those creative ones, BK and Alex, as you know, sometimes when they're that creative and you don't notice them uh, because they're hitting and being physical and driving the net, unless they are making those fancy plays, you're like, where the heck are they? Right. Oscar Sundquist on the flip side, I would consider him like the opposite player of Robert Thomas, where if he's not setting up goals, you still notice him because he's driving his head through every wall. He's going to the net. He's playing physical. He's winning faceoffs. He's blocking shots. He's doing a lot of, a lot of Oscar Sundquist's game is all within his control. So you always will notice him. You'll always notice Kyle Clifford because he does what he does. Robert Thomas, the way you notice him is when he sets up pretty plays. When he's in the offensive zone, he makes a spin around a backhand play or he goes top shelf or he wins a faceoff and does that cool little toe drag to the net. But sometimes in games, it's just not there. So a lot of Robert Thomas's flash and why we notice him is kind of out of his control. Sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't. So that's why with Robert Thomas, either you're really going to notice him or you're going to think, you know, where is he in the game here tonight? Because what he does and what he brings sometimes is out of his control, uh, mostly based off his linemates. Tyler Bozak, he left the game the other day with concussion. Of course, Mike Hoffman's brand new. So he's going to have a lot of revolving wingers here in the near future. So it's just about getting comfortable, getting his reps, giving a little bit more time. But I still think, I know it's early, and I know it's been not the best start, but it's still been a good start for him. I still think this is his breakout season. I think he's going to start wowing people very soon. I can't wait to see what he looks like when they get Vladdy back. That That's the thing that I keep pointing to. So hopefully that's sooner rather than later. He's Joey Vitale, Blues analyst for 101 ESPN. You won't hear him tonight, unfortunately, on Blues versus Golden Knights as the game has officially been postponed. However, you will hear him. Blues versus Ducks on Saturday night. Pre-game will begin here Saturday night at 7 o'clock on 101 ESPN. Joey, always appreciate the time, man. All the best. We'll talk with you again next week. Hey, BK, Alex, you guys you guys are doing a great job. You guys hang in there. We'll talk to you guys next week. Go get your sleds out. Go get your sleds out. <laughs> I went sledding yesterday. Holy smokes, that's fun. How'd you I'm do? Four today. How'd you do, yeah, Joe? Oh, what do you mean how I did? I'm a, I'm a former professional athlete. I killed it. What are you, what are you talking that's about? True. That's true. I no no broken arms, so that was a win for you. Yeah. Joey, all the best, man. Thanks, bros. Absolutely. That is Joey Vitale joining us here on 101 ESPN. Still not entirely sure what he was trying to describe yeah. with Jordan Cairo. Um, There's a lot of stick work. A lot of stick work happening in the bedroom. Jerking wrists yep. in front of the mirrors. Six inches. Six I, inches pulling it closer to the chest. There was a lot of euphemisms there by Joe I'm a little concerned about. An interesting uh, an interesting breakdown by him for sure. <laughs> I, I did think he gave some really good insight into Robert Thomas there. I agree. Because it's true. What he does is almost... 
it requires his line mates to also have a really high level of ability. Yeah. Like to be able to truly appreciate him, you also need guys around him to be good. It's almost like having a really great band where or a bad band where the basis is tremendous, right? You're not going to notice that because the rest of the band stinks. Well, you just said bassists suck. So no, that's, no that's not what I'm saying. Like if you have a great bassist in a bad band, you're not going to notice it. However, if you've got a tremendous band and then you add this great ba- bassist to it, right. it's special. It can be a, a really amazing thing. And he needs those around him to be able to take advantage of the way that he's setting them up. And right now, I just don't think that he has that with his line mates. It might get there with Hoffman. He's got the ability. They just need to develop some chemistry. I still, I, I wonder what it's going to look like when Vladdy gets back. And if he is on that right wing with Robert Thomas, that's when it could really start. Well, and imagine putting the weapons of Tarasenko on the right and Hoffman on the left for Robert Thomas and giving him a lot of weapons to work with. That concerns me Defensively, a little bit. That's not great, but Hey, what, what else? But he's right though. I mean, if you think about it, you know, when Kyle Clifford and Oscar Sundquist and Ivan Barbashev stand out because they're, they're making hits, you know, when Jordan Cairo's standing up because he's scoring goals. You don't know when Robert Thomas is standing out because if the guy doesn't bury the shot that Thomas passes to him, well, then guess what? It's a missed play, and you're talking about that more than you're talking about the goal. He's Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. There's no Blues game tonight. However, there is the Last Minute Blues podcast starting at 6 o'clock. All those guys will be up here at 6 o'clock ready for you. Coming up next, though, it's the Junk Drawer here on 101 ESPN.